0: Hello everyone and welcome back to A Voice for the Mission, My name is Grace. If you want to submit a case for me, please go to a voice for the and click uh, and click on the case submission. This week's episode is on the disappearance help for man. a man 6 and a 01 for help. He's been missing for over 28 months. Then, 39-year-old, old man, was last seen on November 30th, 2021, leaving a uh, Leaving age 7-11 in Los Angeles, California. He texted her alone to help, but has yet to be heard from since. I just want to know where he is. please. someone have a voice. On November 30th, 2021, Jason's fiance, 39 year old Bowman, managed in Los Angeles, California. Jason told when he last spoke to ball. on November 29th, the day before his disappearance. He told me he was going to bed, Jason said, but he hasn't heard from ball since that night. Bow and Jason met five years prior to his disappearance. Jason noted that the pair matched on a dating site while he was visiting Texas for a wedding. I had lived there for about a year, taking over a break. Then I got relocated back home to Michigan, Jason told me I had made some friends in Texas. They had invited me back, Jason said. He and Paul were supposed to meet up for coffee during his short trip, but Jason was in he said, I told you and I in Austin at the time, all an hour away from each other. We never had a chance to actually meet, but we continued to talk for several weeks. Jason said, eventually, he said, I'm going to use something. Would you like to meet me in the city? Jason told me that he do had the opportunity to meet a man that had already captured his heart. They finally met weeks later in New York City, where Jason said he also met another special person in Bo's life, Dante Agers. Dante took line to meet over 20 years ago and soon became a godmother-like figure to him. He was friends with my son, Dante said. I was just very impressed with in him. Dante recalled quickly noticing Bo was ambitious and very smart. I guided him on his business ventures and eventually, he started his own business, Andy the business, Tomcat. The business was an app all created called Bridge. According to their website, Grid is an app designed to provide people with easy access to private support at any time and at any stage of the recovery journey. The app aims to help users maintain their path to sobriety. Jason told times that when he was younger, won't suffered from substance abuse issues and wanted to create a support system for people to stay clean and so forth. I don't want to sound overly dramatic, but he's changed the world. Jason then, while well, changing the world, while well, also out with it. Mason said Bo's work took him around the country and he would often keep Jason on with him. I think there were 27 different places that he and I had traveled to. Jason remembered we were always on, on an airplane meeting each other somewhere. It's been a long distance relationship with the two. Mason lives in Michigan while Bo lives in California. According Jason, Paul moved to Los Angeles three years ago for work, he was born in post-Texas. Jason said, both parents split up when he was young, so he grew up traveling between his father's house in Texas and his, mother, and his mother in Massachusetts. In 2021, Paul returned to Texas to visit his family for Thanksgiving. He had a great time, and the mayor... He flew back to Los Angeles I think his focus ball on the phone when he got home on November 29th and everything seemed normal. I don't know what happened to Mr. Mann, but judging by my research, I'm starting to believe that the old driver unfortunately murdered him. I concluded this. I concluded this because I ran with the driver kept changing his story when talking to the police during questioning. This family and his fiancee deserve closure. So if someone is responsible for both disparities, please do the right thing and come forward. If the main family watches or listens to this episode, please know. The wrong view for making my thoughts and prayers. If, if you have seen or have any information regarding Bowman's whereabouts, please contact the Los Angeles Police Department's Missing person Unit at 213 During non-business hours or on weekends, call should be directed to 877 877 877 527 Anyone wishing to remain anonymous should call the Los Angeles Regional Crime Stoppers at 800 222 8477 or go directly to org. Thank you all for watching this week's episode and I hope to see you all next week. Take care and
1: this week's missing case involved a 39-year-old man who vanished from Los Angeles nearly six months ago. His name is Bo Mann, a successful entrepreneur and also a world traveler. He had just been engaged to the love of his life, but on November 30th, 2021, everything changed. Correspondent Nancy Liu is joining us live from Los Angeles tonight. And Nancy, you spoke to Bo's fiance. You also talked to police who are investigating his disappearance. And we're hearing um, this alarming um, final detail that Bo texted 911 right before he vanished.
2: You're absolutely right, Marnie. And this is the Studio City 7-Eleven that Bowman was known to be last seen back on November 30th. He bought a few items and left. Thereafter, a 911 text apparently sent during an Uber ride. No one has heard from him since. Hey, Jason's last night in L.A.
1: Beverly Hills. Love
2: you, baby. Oh, love you. There is much to indicate that 39-year-old Bo Mann was planning for his future. A wedding on June 11th to his longtime partner, Jason Abate, who he proposed to last year at the Beverly Hills Hotel.
3: Are you serious? Yes. Yes, I will. Okay, I don't
2: know. But there has been no wedding planning. Bo has been missing since November 30th. For his fiance, a constant fight against fearing the worst.
3: We're dealing with someone who's just vanished. I mean, something has happened to him, and I can assure you he's not voluntarily missing. I know Bo so well.
2: According to police, Bo was dropped off by an Uber at a 7-Eleven on Ventura Boulevard at around 2 p.m. that day. Surveillance images confirm he bought a number of items in the store, walking off in his blue baseball cap and backpack. Bo had just returned to town after spending Thanksgiving in Texas.
3: He went from... that 7-Eleven, which he purchased some things for his place, for his house, including ice, because his ice maker was broke. And Bo loved ice. (laughs) He always had to have ice. And so, you know, you're not going to bring a melting bag of ice into an Uber unless you're going home. And that's where he was scheduled to go.
2: But Bo never made it back to his Brentwood apartment. LAPD says an emergency text was sent from Bo's phone minutes after he left 7-11. We can confirm that there was a 911 text that was received by a 911 dispatch call center. Um, and they did make an attempt to contact him to get more clarification on what that request was, but there was no response. Police say the text notification did not include the word help. Uber tells News Nation that Bowman's trip that day ended with no reported incidents to the company, directing further questions to law enforcement. Um, obviously there's certain things I, I can't share. Um, what we do know is that he was picked up from the Seven Eleven. Um, he requested an Uber ride from the 7-Eleven on Ventura, um, and then he was, according to the ride, he was dropped off in the area of Berkeley Street and Santa Monica, the city of Santa Monica. There are no known sightings of Bo in that neighborhood, and the trail seems to go cold there. Good morning, baby. Love you. Bo and Jason met through a dating app, and they've been together for five years, but it's been mainly long-distance since Jason works in Michigan and Bo has been in L.A. Bo is the CEO and founder of Sober Grid, a support network for fellow recovering addicts.
3: He um, struggled with addiction when he was younger and being gay, etc. I think that he really just wanted to help people and um, make sure that others didn't have to go through the same path that he had to go through.
2: I was the first person Bo told that he was gay. Sandy Dieger serves on the Sober Grid board, and she's been a surrogate mom to Bo for over 20 years. It's been draining, just draining. I go to bed at night thinking about Bo. I wake up thinking about Bo, Um, all kinds of theories and possibilities that we've explored. Among the fears, the prospect of sex trafficking. Beau vanished weeks before the Super Bowl in L.A.
3: And the fact that the Super Bowl supposedly creates so much more trafficking, and it was right around that time, and the fact is that, you know, I don't know what Beau's mental state was at the time, and if he was running around all over Los Angeles that morning, who knows?
2: Police are seeking images from that time or even possible new sightings.
3: They
0: could snap a photo of it from a distance and that way we can compare and see. A lot of times we do get missing, miss IDs, which we don't mind, we'll go out there and, and roll them out. So what helps out a lot is we get some kind of a photograph or something that, that we can at least go off of.
3: He was all over Los Angeles that morning on November 30th, the last day where he vanished. So he was in, you know, I mean, all over the place, Brentwood, Studio City, North Hollywood, downtown Los Angeles, Santa Monica, supposedly. Somebody had to have seen him.
2: Now, there has been no activity on Bo's phone since he went missing. And at this point, there are no clear signs of any foul play
1: in this case, Barney. And he is supposed to be getting ready for his wedding right now, uh, just vanished. Mm-hmm. Nancy, did police indicate, have there been any other clues that have raised eyebrows that have led them down one path or another? No, and that, it's so mysterious. No one knows where he is. And that's why
2: police are hoping for some public help in this case. According to Jason, Bo did have a new phone delivered. It did arrive, it was never activated. So it's, he may be out there somewhere. And yes, they have checked hospitals, morgues, even homeless camps
1: and shelters. No sign of Bo just a mystery. All right, Nancy, if you have any information about the disappearance of Bo Mann, please call the Los Angeles Missing Persons Unit, or you can call the L.A. Regional Crime Stoppers. We've got both of those numbers on your screen. They'll be on our website as well. Every missing person, just like Bo, matters. Their story is important, and we want to partner with you to bring more of these stories into the spotlight. If someone you love or you care about has gone missing or you know of a case you think we should be looking into, submit a request on our website, newsnationnow.com slash missing. Thanks for watching. Click the red subscribe button below so you can get more of NewsNation's fact-driven, unbiased coverage.
4: Late November of last year, Bo Mann mysteriously disappeared after reportedly texting 911 during an Uber ride. Bo was last seen on November 30th after an Uber dropped him off at a 7-Eleven on Ventura Boulevard in Los Angeles. Security footage showed him leaving the store at 2.06 p.m. carrying a heavy backpack, some items he purchased at the store, and a bag of ice. Less than 10 minutes later, Bo sent a text to 911 indicating that he was in an Uber but provided no other information. LAPD confirmed that they did receive a 911 text from Bo and tried contacting him multiple times after that, but never got a response. Bo has not been seen or heard from since. According to LAPD, the Uber is being investigated and they're waiting on a search warrant to obtain both cell phone records and GPS data. Bo was reported missing on December 4th after his fiancé Jason was unable to reach him for several days. When LAPD went to his apartment, there was no sign of Bo. Jason states that while looking through Bo's Uber records, it showed him as dropped off at Berkeley Street in Santa Monica at 2.35pm. But he also states that no one ever saw him there. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Bo Mann, please call the LAPD's missing person's Unit at 213